I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't raise trade just yet. Sit down and strap in for the ultimate super coach podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. Hello, everybody. Round 10 is here. We have actually hit the double digits. Uh, and you know that, Ado, as yourself, when you make content uh, and you change the dates, you go from a single digit to a double. We're now in round 10. Magic round is here, baby. You're going to be on, on a big one for the next, uh, you know, three days. Yeah, I am. I, I sort of, um, I was on Ticket Tech and I, I didn't uh, secure a ticket and they were all sold out and I just kept refreshing and the only ones that are available like $500 tickets. So I'm sitting on the halfway line in the sixth row. So good luck to every poor motherfucker around me. People that I'm are gonna, there to actually watch footy and you're just there to fucking sick piss. I'm going to be loose as a goose. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, I definitely need to go. I think next year. Um, it's so fun, eh? Like, it's just, I mean, just the crowd full and there's lots of different... So we, we're a tribal game, but it's just such a great feel. So it feels like a festival, you know? Like, I go, it's like Oktoberfest, but footy, it's fun. You go out to sort of the pubs and the titty bars after the game and there's all people in jerseys and stuff. It's all it's rough if you're... You, 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 take, you take a change of shirt because <laughs> it's rough going if your team gets uh, wrist-old and you try to go out afterwards because you'll cop it from everyone left, right, and centre. Yeah, um, the NRA Roast post on Twitter today, like, if you're at Magic Round, what are your three lineups? Ups. Uh, and I got mine. I had the 2005 Tigers jersey, the classic um, orange with the black stripes. I had the Warriors 99 jersey with the, the green and the white collar. And then I had the Storm 99 retro jersey. So I think they're the three that I'll buy um, in my arsenal next year when I decide to go. But I'm sure you're just going to be repping uh, different alternates of, of Raiders jerseys. <laughs> Well, no, I'm wearing the Raiders jersey on the Friday night. I've got my um, better beer one. I'll probably wear to one of the days. And I've got one of the uh, bloke bar 2023 jerseys, um, yes. if it gets here in time, because yes. I ordered it a while ago. So um, those will probably be my three jerseys. Last year, I went in a jersey for every team that was on, apart from, you know, my, my game. I picked a team and went with them. But um, this year, those are my three jerseys. I think if I was going to go, I'd just go the ugliest jersey. So I'd probably go um, the tablecloth. You know, the, oh the, the war the warriors the warriors picnic rug. Um, yeah, I the think, warrior, I'd I, go the knights high vis. Oh yeah, I think if anyone's listening to, I think the Brisbane Broncos had like a, a had had a sevens jersey back in like the late nineties. It was like a lime green. Uh, it was that was putrid as well. So that's definitely um, a few in there. But moving away from Magic Round, we you'll be there. I'll be a spectator, unfortunately. Uh, but there's been a bit of news around the ground. Let's crack into it. First one's first one's up. Uh, I feel lied to. Uh, Phil Gould. Um, Max King's been named. 
<laughs> I don't know what's well, going on here. On, you, 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 and him are like on first name. Basis. I know we're best, we're best friends. I, I just, I don't yeah. know. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to slide into his DMs. But bro, like if you were playing, um, nah, look, it's fine. Look, I traded in for Hopgood, so I can't complain too much. Uh, and another yeah. one is Jacob Karaz. He is back uh, a week early yeah. from his knee injury, which is really good to see. Really good for. I wish they experience. weren't back because I'm, I'm, they're playing the Raiders, so uh, I would have liked yes. both to be out personally. Yes. Yes. Uh, Turbo in, Jebo out. Uh, Travojevic swap here. Now, the reports earlier today were Jebo was going to be out for two weeks, but it's looking like four. Mm. So, huge, huge out for them. Uh, a certain manly prop for me comes into into consideration, but Turbo back is huge. Yeah, it is huge. Hopefully, the week off got his body, like, a little bit right. Like, I'd love if he could just run a little faster than a front rower. Um, but I reckon that um, rounds like Magic Round are made for players like Tommy Turbo. So it's a big in, and I'm I'm happy to have him uh, in the in the run on this week. Yeah, there's a reason why I didn't sell him last week, and um, yeah, really good to see him back. Uh, for the Waz, CNK and Tohu are back. Now Tohu was touch and go. Uh, our good friend of I the show, that, um, CNK, had to wait another week. He was yeah. 11 days stand down. It was yeah, I think they got some exemptions because he oh, he they. he passed all the protocols and had a certain time off. I'm not the NRL physio. I don't know the ins and outs. I that... sold him because <laughs> I heard that there was it was the mandatory because it was Cat One. So yeah. there they go. They. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It, look, it's frustrating. It's look, mate, you're you're in the CNK boat. I'm in the Max King boat. We're both uh, led down 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 Australia with injury news. Um, but Tohu's back. Good friend of the show, Anton Poster posted at about nine o'clock this morning um, a quote from Andrew Webster saying he was about sixty forty to play. Um, the knee's fine. It's just not a hundred percent. But he has been named, which is fantastic. And yeah. we'll touch on his impact on someone like a uh, Adam Fanil Blake uh, later on in the show as well. Um, VTW is it is it Valence to Tavare? Look, he has been named on the extended bench, but there was reports going around Dolphins training today that you know everyone was Yahoo and high five and backslapping. Probably a little bit of mind games here from Bennett not naming the young kid to to start, but we'll bring him in. I would be surprised if he doesn't play just based off reports, uh, which is huge because with round thirteen coming up, the Dolphins are playing round thirteen, a two hundred k bottom dollar price rookie with you know all the hype in the world on him. Um, mm. your your good mate Supercoach Guns posted a bit of a comparison with him and Sifa Talakai. He he's he's bigger than Talakai. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he looks, he's looks a, a unit. bloody unit and a half, and he'll be handy too because a lot of us. I mean, with team lists, we've we've got um you know a nightmares like Moali. If you've got Jules and we've got Schuster's in there, and be, you know Ben Murdoch Priscilla's, and there's lots of people that we can downgrade. Um, yeah. he'll be terrific if he does come in and. I look forward to seeing him run around. Absolutely, yeah. Not even from a super coach standpoint, I think he is a really, really good, um, you know, prospect. There's a lot of wraps on him, so keen to to watch him play. Um, people that got into the Rob Jennings trap have been had been sprung on them um, with Tessie Newback. Rob Jennings is gone. Uh, David Mawali is also gone. Um, apparently, he's injured for for three for three four weeks. So. Um, the godsend because he's a fucking AE nine. Yeah, not not too stressed if you're an owner. I did sell last week, so not too upset. Uh, on the injury front, Paul Momorowski with a shoulder dislocation. Time is unknown. Um, Braden Hamlin Ueli has done his medial. He is out for four weeks. Uh, AJ Brimson did his hamstring. No time frame on that, but it didn't look good. Uh, Eisenhuth and the Panthers did his shoulder, and Tommy Chester, the young Cowboys utility, his season has been confirmed today to be over, which is terrible because he was playing. Um, some good footy and coming into his own. So, yeah, it sucks for him. But uh, that is the uh, – that's sort of the, the breakdown of today. Let's move into – normally it's the 10 things that we learned, but this week it'll just be the five uh, because Ada and I did not communicate very well. But I'll give you my things that we learned from the week gone by. All right, Ado, uh Number one on my list of things that we have learned, always have a plan B. 
Uh, always have a plan B. Always have in your mind who your 18th and 19th man is because we saw last week, Cleary ended up playing, yes, but Tommy Turbo was ruled a late out. Sort of threw a few teams out of whack. Everyone was having to scramble. And last week was not the week to scramble because we were already, you know, shallow on troops. So always having a plan Matto B. Matto too. Matto. Oh, Matto was a late one too. Exactly, yeah, with the, fl- with the flu. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, struggle street for that. Um, it only, I think this is a big one, Ado, because I'm seeing a lot of Cleary Trader chat. It only hurts when a pod flops. When everyone, when someone flops that everyone owns, it is not that big of a deal. Just nah, chill. It, it, it's only going to matter to you last week if you captained him, uh, which was probably ill-advised. Mm. I mean, it, look, it was a good matchup, wasn't it? But um, he has It goes back to what we said the week before. If it looks too good to be true, it usually is. Yeah, so, unless it's Nico Hines. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he's he's in and you've got to uh, – and, and Turbo's out, Maddo's out. You've got to know what you're going to do. I sort of was forced to go with Jared Croker um, and, you know, right, like, I was fucking it. filthy. Filthy, because I was I, I didn't bring in Croker in the end because I ended up uh, with Max King being out for four weeks or whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. Um, I ended up make, moving my trades around. And uh, yeah, I was at work because I work on the weekends. My day's off are Thursday, Friday. So I was working and um, yeah, I, I just, I seen someone in my Discord message how good Croker is. And I was like, oh, you know, what, what's he done? Fucking try in the first minute. I was filthy, but... He, he finished on like mid-60s, so not too bad, um, thankfully. Still handy when you got no troops. Oh, 100%. You, you take that every day of the week. As a, It was good. It was good for owners. It was good for non-owners. It was that sort of middle ground where, you know, we were sort of happy. Um, number three, with trades, leave your ego at the door. If you got it wrong, you've got it wrong. Uh, and move on from that. Don't dig your feet into the ground and... Yeah, try and hold someone that's not performing. Um, you'll see that with one of my trades, a certain Canterbury front row forward that we're deciding to move on that hasn't worked out. You're so horny for him too. Oh, you just, I was like, you're bringing him straight in, you lunatic. He got but... 53 in week one. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, we're, oh, we're right on yeah. here. We're, let's, build, let's build from this. Uh, all right, we'll touch on him later on. Uh, number four, until round 13, this captaincy is going to be very boring. I think just prepare yourself for that. You're not going to be making moves with your captaincy. If you're going to go against the hot hand of Nico Hines and you're a very brave man, braver than me, however, I just think captaincy, there's not really a debate for the next month, is it? Not not particularly, and I'm going to be there live, and I've got a couple of players that I will not be watching uh, run around without being in my team or um, having a VC or slash C on him. I will say just quietly with what he's got as a ceiling and the kind of, you know, Cleary's one of those, the chin loves a big event. So, I mean, last week I wouldn't have captured him, but this week he, I'm a little frightened of him. Not enough, though, to take it off Nico. Just just don't get cute and go, Nico. Two years ago, 2021 Magic Round, the Penrith Panthers took on the Gold Coast Titans. <clears throat> go have a look what Cleary scored. 220-odd. Um, so he's done it at Magic yeah. Round before. <laughs> I reckon if you're, par- if you're lower than 15,000, I'd go Cleary. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're chasing rank, then yeah, absolutely. Um, fan, yeah, fantastic. And the last point, Parrot topped the trade-ins, and rightly so. However, I would just be careful about loading up on five or six Parramatta players. I think three is your sweet spot, because go have a look at round 14. And they, yep. do, they do not feature. So absolutely, they cover 13, 16, and I think it's 19, whatever the other major buyers. They cover all three, which is fantastic. Uh, but they do also have round 14 out, so... Probably limit you got yourself five to or six, three. and you get an injury or a suspension, or you know, what, eleven days. Oh, you're back. You're back. You're back to last week all over again. You're back. Yep. To, you're back to playing Ben Murdoch Masilla as your second front row forward. Yeah, well, I'm going to go to four this week, but I will not be putting another one in on top of that. And even then, I feel like 
you know, because I'm going to hold them, obviously, because you are inclined to hold them because they've got another buy that they cover after that. Oh, and and guys like Matto and Dylan Brown, like I'm not, I'm probably never going to trade them out anyway. So they're they're fine. It's yep. it's guys like Hopgood and and maybe Sean Lane if he hasn't found keeper status. I'm seeing some people bring in Will Penasini, and that's fine. It's just it's just I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be loading up like you said five or six. You know they're all out the next week. You're then having to probably use a boost to to take some out, and then if you have a HIA or a suspension or whatever, a resting after Origin. Like let's not forget round fourteen is after Origin. So fuck mm. Cleary, Cleary and Hines, you know, they're up there. Potentially, could both be rested, and then you could be staring down the barrel of eight or nine people out if you were loading up on paramedic guys. So, uh, and they're not yep. the only ones with the buy either. Um, there, there is a few. So we can let's quickly run through those actually while while I've got it on topic. So round thirteen, obviously, you can go have a look. Uh, but round fourteen, there's going to be three teams out with the buy. It's going to be Parramatta, no, mm. Parramatta, Newcastle, and Manly. So straight away, mm. your Parramatta assets, you've loaded up on for Origin. You've got Turbo out. Mm. Um, you're going to have Lockie Miller out. I'm sure people are going to be holding him through because he plays around 13. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, you've just got to be really careful because otherwise you're done. And then, you know, in round 17, you're going to have the Sharks, Tigers, and Bulldogs out. So there's no Nico. There's no Teague Wilton. There's no Ronaldo Molotalo. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all well and good to cover these major buys, but just limit your damage for the week after. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, that's right. And look at it as a max number. Like in that 14, you know, if you're carrying a Lockie Miller, a Turbo, um, you know, you're, and, and a Marju along with, you know, you're, you're loading up. You, you probably can't go more than two or three uh, Parramatta Eels. And, you, and look, I'm trying to – I've got one – Manly player, no, no Newcastle players, but that's still five for me. And um, unless I to sell Turbo over the Origin period, so yeah, you really got to think about it because last week was hell, and it could be even worse. Yeah, even absolutely. Worse. No, so that's, I guess, that's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Look at your major buy numbers. Make sure you've probably got fourteen guys because then one of them can drop out for your top thirteen. But also have a look for the rounds after when the teams have three buyers. Sorry, when there's three teams that have buyers, maybe just have a look at your squad numbers there as well and, and work out a rough idea. Ado and I were talking today. I'm probably going to be looking at 15 players for round 13, uh, and that will give me two to drop out, which will probably be guys like um, Ben Murdoch-Mosilla and Jake Granville. Um, however, yeah, you need to look at the rounds afterwards as well because, yeah, we can all manage one team on the buy, but when you've got half the comp out in one week and then three teams in the next, that's, you know, you're going to have to have a little bit of planning. So, that mm. is the five things that we have learnt from the week gone by. Let's touch into buy holes and sells. And as we said, Ado, before, Paramount have topped the buy list. They also top, you know, the list here as well. Dylan Brown, um, you know, he's slowly coming to his own. People were, people rave about Cody Walker and how good he's been. Um, Dylan mm. Brown was the f- super coach 5'8 for the first five rounds. And then he's now only, I think, 20 points behind Cody Walker. We know Dylan Brown's floor. He... Just get sixties for fun. Uh, we've seen Cody Walker put on a try, a try assist, and line break assist, and just get sixty. So, um, yep, he's got two tons now, and and that's what you need. You need a couple of tons from deal bags, and he'll get your sixties outside of that. Um, none of what you see from him usually, you go, oh, that's me this week. You really never, you never sitting there in the seventieth minute going, fuck Dylan Brown, do something. Like he's always on forty five, fifty. But what was really impressive for me is. Um, Coach Brad Arthur basically publicly called him out to to run more and to deliver and be the Dylan Brown that we know. And uh, at first instance, you know, put on a masterclass of, of really yep. good running performance. So that was, you know, really impressive for me to see. Um, Jermaine Hopgood is also a buy. I understand this bench is absolutely putrid. It's not great. Um, however, I'm sure people are carrying worse to RFs. I think he'll be fine over the origin period. Uh, we saw him 
Yeah, I, br- I brought him back in, I guess, for people that don't follow my socials and only listen to this podcast. Hopgood was never really a consideration for me. I was, to, to be fair, we did say on the podcast I'd be looking at him in weeks to come, but with Matto out, uh, I jumped all over him, so I was happy with his performance. And I still think he's a, an okay buy. Probably not the slam dunk purchase that he was before Teamless Tuesday with Andrew Davey. Weird. Mm. Just coming back into the side, Bryce Cartwright on the bench. Um, they still have hands on Matto the bench. Matto on the bench. Yeah, yeah, Matto on the bench. I'm not worried about Matto on the bench. I still think Matto eats. I mean, he ate last year, and I think he'll do it again. Yeah. Um, um, look, I think you, what you want, you, you, you're not going to get 70 minutes most probably from Hopgood, but if he gets 55-60, he's going to score you 60. Um, and if he gets, because he's busy when he's out there, you just don't want him to get um, 50. Yeah. You want him to 60-65 if you're lucky. Um, I don't you don't think he's a, I think they're pretty stacked. I don't know if he's gonna go off to origin this year. Maybe next year for him. Maybe, maybe. Um one man that probably won't go off to origin and luckily not to be in jail is Jack DeBellin. And look, I understand if you play Supercoach and you have morals, don't pick him, that's fine. I don't have morals. I don't give a fuck who you are. If Jared Haynes was in the, the comp next year, I'd buy him anyway, I don't give a shit. But Jack DeBellin uh, I safely say that Jared's not going to be in the comp next year. <laughs> he might uh, be in the long bay, the, the long bay thirteen, mate. Um, Jack DeBellin, another one that sort of suffered from a little bit of a weird teamless Tuesday. Jack Bird's been moved back to lock with Jack DeBellin at third uh, at at prop. I mean, yeah. prop and thirteen. It's much of a muchness. Uh, I'm. I was all in on Jack DeBell and I was all in on I'm him. I'm a over. bit less. I'm yeah. a tiny little bit less just because we there's a bit more ball play and he was doing a bit of ball play because he's a pretty talented player, actually, DeBell. And, oh, I and think he's I, always had a bit of um, ball play in him. I, I think, think Jack Bird is going to do that. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the comp and, and people just don't want to admit it because of the, of the blow he is. And I understand well, that, but... Yeah, I mean, if he's, um, I mean, Hook, uh, we're in, we're in um, lunatic territory with him. Yeah, Lomax got dropped. I didn't mention that in the in the team because no one owns Lomax, but I mean, he got dropped. He just got hooked for 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 the other Fiago brother. So yeah, yeah it's crazy times over there at the Dragons. Uh, I'm tipping the Tigers to win. I am also tipping the Tigers to win. Oh, um, yeah, I tipped them last week. That was the only. Uh, uh, did you actually tip them? I got. In my crystal balls, I got everything oh, right. wrong. <laughs> One thing I got right was the Tigers over the. Um, over the Love COVID. that! I didn't have the I didn't have the balls yeah. to the Tigers, but I did I did definitely post all over Twitter that they were plus eighteen and a half underdogs, and yeah. I thought that was just yeah. way too much. Um, I, reckon they, I reckon the Tigers. Oh, but we'll get to that when we bloody talk. We will, um, we will. But Jack yeah. DeBellin, look, if I was I was at a hundred percent, I'm probably more at like seventy five percent now. I still think he's a fine buy in, um, but I just I'm not sold on him at prop rather than at, at thirteen. There's a certain red headed mofo. Well, he's. A, there's also there's also a, another Polynesian there's also another Polynesian boy on the uh, on the northern beaches as well that I'm probably looking at as well and we'll touch on them soon. Um, yep. You mentioned the redheaded boy. Do you think he's a chance for Origin? Um, I think their depth is is probably a bit too big for him this year. I reckon the people that are I'm expecting that are going to come in is going to be Gilbert. I reckon. I think there's going to be a few sort of going over that. Um, for that role, yeah. you know, I think they're just stacked. Hopgood's I mean, another one that could Nanai, be in there as well. Yeah, Nanai is out. Um, they've got a lot of options too, and it's just we, there's going to be an element of risk, I guess. Um, how the chips all land, I think, because they're win- the last winners, they're probably going to try to keep us close. I reckon to what what won it last year. Yeah, Slater seems like that kind of guy, but um, no, I don't reckon Horsburgh's going to get off. So he's and he's played seventy minutes three weeks well, in a row. Well, that's the thing. So. Like, so let, let's talk him because if he played for any other team. I don't think we have this debate, but, but it's fucking Ricky. Like, mm. like it's just, it's tough to trust him, isn't it? Look, CHN's out. So that's probably good. How long good. is he out for? 
Well, I mean, he's been dropped. Oh, he's been dropped. He's just been dropped. I haven't really been following, so it's just been cold I think he can get Horsburgh in this week feeling confident after three weeks in a row that he's playing 70. I mean, he's having a ripping year, let's be honest. Yeah, he's playing really good. I think he's going to play 70. He's going to be there for the first buy. He's got a handy duel. Um, The price is pretty reachable. Um, But like you said, I don't mind DeBellin. I would have loved if DeBellin was at 13. Absolutely. There's a chance that they just pop a ball and it gets someone through a line break or something, you know? Well, let's let's quickly talk the three because I'm the three I'm stuck between are JDB, Corey Horsburgh, and uh, Taniella Paseka. Now, no mm. Jerbo, uh, Sipley suspended for a month. I mm. think I think uh, Paseka, you know, I don't think he plays eighty minutes like Jerbo was, but he has shown instances of playing sixty, and he does have probably a better PPM than the two of those guys. It just comes down to minutes, but he also is very boring. I, I don't think you'll ever see him put over a sixty-five. So it's a case yeah. of how you want to play it, and I am probably now leaning towards Horsburgh and. Paseka, mm. sorry, um, and yeah, so that's probably where I'm. I'm lining. Mm. It's just with Ricky. I had a bit of a little sneaky eye on Naz as well, but I'm not going to really do anything in the front row, personally. But um, I've made so many all, front row think, forward trades; it's fucked. Yeah, I think they're all fair options, to be quite honest. Um, and you just take your pick which one you you'd like to go. Absolutely. And then the last buy, I've got a few question marks on this because I've never been a huge fan of going cheap at fullback, but. There hasn't really been too many options this year that have really stood out in that elite category. And it's Jareem the Dream Bullard now. Uh, one of the best fullbacks in terms of base. I think he's averaging 38 points in base across the two games. Very small sample size, I do say. However... But he looks, he looks likely as... He, he does. He looks terrific. really good. And I can't wait for the Roosters to fucking poach him in two really? years. I'm just yeah. going to kill myself. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't joke about that. I made a joke on Twitter. Uh, sorry, I have very dark humor. I do apologize. I made that joke and everyone ripped me for it, so I do apologize. Oh. Um, but, yeah, Buller. Um, what do we think? People are selling a Walsh up against a 150 and banking 500K from uh, Buller, who looks like he's um, going to go up nicely in price. He looks like he's probably going to score as well as we see for Reese. But look, Reese probably has a decent matchup this week, I think, with all the players out for the um, Manly Seagulls to maybe score well. But well, you're, you're, you're if right, you can you're make right 500k here. on a on a trade, but you and I both are purists in the sense that we like don't like going a bottom price fullback only cheapy. He's also playing for the fucking Tigers. Um, if he was playing for like if Tedesco went down and he was playing for the Roosters, yeah, I, I can get around it. But it's the Tigers, man. Come on. Um, so the top three trades this week are Buller to Walsh, Buller to Turbo, which I think is fucking insane, and mm-hmm. Buller and Buller to uh, on to River to Buller. Look, we will talk about ourselves, and I can understand the Reese Walsh sell because of the draw that's coming up and the fact that there he's most likely going to be playing Origin. Billy Slater has pretty much all but confirmed that. Selling well, is P- Ponga was. I mean, is it, what's worse than dog shit? Xavier Savage. Oh, get it. He's, he's, he's back in on the wing. He'll probably get injured no. this week. I mean, I thought that um, Hopper was, is getting better every week. So, I mean, look, they had to squeeze Savage in somewhere. But, um, yeah, we'll see how he yeah, goes. Yeah, look, I can understand selling for, for, for Walsh because that gives you 500k to, you know, upgrade a BMM to whoever. Um, yeah. I can't understand selling for Turbo. I just can't. No, I wouldn't do it for Turbo because... This this kind of round is made for Turbo, and he's had a week off, so hopefully he's a little bit better in body. If you had Taruva, like there's a lot of people carrying like a, a Miller or whatever, and they can move them up into the centers. If you've got a gun or like whether it's Latrell or Turbo or one of these others, and you've got a, not one of those elite ones, because I still consider Turbo to be there. If I had a Turbo, Turbo with Teddy, a Trell, I'd probably 
keep those guys in there. But if I had a, a smaller piece, um, like a Taruva and that, I, I would go for it and just bank the bulk catch because I think he looks good to me. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe you don't play him. Uh, maybe I would play him this week because it's not, not the hardest <laughs> matchup in the world. He looks bloody good. So, yeah, I don't sacrifice a great piece. If uh, And people are debating whether Turbo is a great piece because he's been so injured. But... Um, I, it just reeks of getting burnt like a mofo. Yeah, when the chips are down, I'm not going to back against the champion. Um, when the chips were down against Latrell, go go yeah, have a look. At... Like Gal, when someone like Gal says, "Pull your head in, Turbo," you're going to lose your spot to Graham, mate. Oh, um, I think Turbo's in for a ripper. Um, someone passed that on to Tommy. Just on, just off the run sheet uh, in the live chat, someone's posted, "How are we going to get Pappenhausen?" And I wanted to bring up Pappenhausen because he did have some comments on the Matty John show this week. I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't played this year. Yeah, I mean the chat from him is doesn't sound doesn't sound good. We see footage of him running, um, and, and so obviously the rehab has got him to that point. But um, you, you hear from him, and look, I think probably for the longevity and what this is like a building year for Melbourne, I reckon. Yeah, um, with you know some of the names that they lost and stuff, uh, and I think that someone like Meany is really surprised, not surprised me because I thought he was a really serviceable player, but he's almost been their best player. But and yeah, he's gone. He's, he's just gone. done a Heinz again, uh, but not, not quite as elite as Heinz, but yeah. he's not far off. He's been terrific. He's gone from being like a really serviceable role player to being like, you know what? If Pappenhausen retired, we're fine. Yeah. As, 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 Meany's yeah. probably popped a couple of hundred thousand, I reckon on his next contract, whether that's, um, you know, a Melbourne storm, or, or someone picks him up yeah, because absolutely. I think he could play fullback really, really well. Hey, the, the Bulldogs could use a fullback and they, they let him go, but... Uh... Well, they got Stephen Crichton next next oh, year. Um, but yeah, look, Papin... What are we in? We're in round 10. We're in, we're, we're in round 10. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like round 22, round 23 at the episode earliest, so another three months away. And um, maybe in the first week of finals or something, mm-hmm, you know? Oh, no, no. What we want, we want him to come back round 20 and play 15 minutes off the bench. And average about nineteen, yeah. And then we buy him for bottom dollar next year. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So into the holds. Uh, on the holds, we've already touched him. Turbo's being way oversold. I think. I think. I don't know. People just overreacting. I mean, go if Turbo scores fifty points for the next six weeks, he doesn't lose any money. He, he yeah. just holds ground, and and that's fifty for Turbo. I mean, come on. I mean, look, the, he looks like he's friggin' busted. He doesn't. It doesn't look like it looks like it's hammies. It looks like a back. It looks like it's everything. Like he doesn't look like he can. I mean, I don't even. I, I, I'm tipping him to rule himself out of Origin. I wouldn't be again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I. I don't think that's a bad shout with Crichton playing the way as well as good as he is. Campbell Graham's all but locked into a, a spot in this back line. There's still talk of Suali'i playing. Yeah, I think yeah, New South Wales have got uh, some options. And as a Queenslander, I'd be very happy to see him rule himself out. Well, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm a New South Wales player, but I would too because I think he's fucking lame. But I'm not selling him. <laughs> but in Supercoach, I mean, until to, until we get the word from NRL Physio that says he's out for the season, I know that he, on the Magic Sponge podcast, Physio was like, look, it's just niggling injuries that I want to get off. I just can't. I dare you to sell Turbo this way. I, I dare can't. You. I can't, man. I just, I just, but, no, not you. Everyone, everyone out there. Yeah. I just, I can't. Or hopefully, hopefully what happens is I put out, once again, a really smug tweet of everyone's ownership and you know how like I post, oh, this many people have traded him. I want to do one of those for Turbo when he goes for 140 and I end up looping him. He's going to be in my crystal balls this week and I'm going to say Turbo doubles and yeah. I'll put other full- yeah. fullbacks in there. Absolutely. And everyone's going, Bula. <laughs> yeah. um, um, 
another one, man. Another one. Nathan Cleary. I just think this is this, this is even crazier. People are selling Cleary. I just I just don't get it. It's not like this year. It's not like this year that you need to field a team. You, you don't need to field a proper squad this year. You just need to field 13 people. And if that means you've yeah. got Hines and Cleary, then you're fine. Like, don't sell him. Yeah, uh, for me, um, I'm. I, look, I, I brought Walsh in for Teddy a long while ago, and I never saw him as a season-long keeper. But my aim is to hold Turbo as long as – until there's a reason that I'm not. Like, he's ruled out for the whole season, and I'm going to upgrade um, to my final running fullback – I'm playing fullback roulette, and I think Gutho's got a nice draw um, upcoming, but I'm going to probably go off Gutho as well to my finishing fullback. But in the halfback position, people are going to Moses this week because he top scored last week. Not the worst, obviously, because he's got origin upcoming, but um, how how scared are you going to... I'm not sitting in the crowd at Magic Round watching Nathan Cleary or Turbo. After, run after, the, media, the, after the media have just fucking bathed Penrith about, no you know, way. they're done, yeah. the dynasty's over. No, I'm not, I'm not betting against that. I'm, I'm playing the narrative Look, They game. lost last week to the West Tigers, and that's um, that's respond, guys. Mm-hmm. Week, I think they're going to come out this week, I think, and put on a Cl- exhibition. Clinic. Uh, I've also got Josh Schuster here, um, yeah. and the only reason I've got him here is uh, is he's not losing money. Uh, however, if you, if you are trading a Walsh to a Buller, uh, and you're going, you know, anyone, oh, Schuster to anyone, then I can understand that. However, yeah, I think he's a fine hold. I'm not stressed on Schuster. No, well, I've got I've got increasing bloody red dots because I've got Couchman, who I think was doing service or was making money. Um, Hook you know, Griffin, mate. Hook Griffin swings the axe. I've got Moali. I've got Ben Murdoch, Vasilla. I've got Schuster. I've got Willie Army. So, I mean, I'm hoping Willie Army comes back in. I'm hoping Schuster comes back in. I'm not going to move them because common sense says they're going to come back in. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to move him. I'm going to hold him. Uh, and hopefully he just comes back and tries to make a statement to prove all the doubters wrong. Hey, eh? mate, remember how Cooper Jones was braining in the trial and everyone was like, Oh, but if Cooper Jones like played himself into a spot, is he an option? Fuck. I just wish I just, I wish I bought him. Yeah. I mean, we were hearing all this chat from Schuster. He had a great off season. I know he uh, lost, the injury he lost, lost a heap of weight. Yeah. Locked uh, in. I can't, I was absolutely shocked. He's on 800,000 a year. I don't think he's like Luke Brooks kind of robbery. I, uh, no, robbery. Sorry. Luke Brooks, Dallium half of the year also got more competition points than Nathan Cleary. Yeah, like. Luke Brooks, Dallium half of the year is like white and winning the Dallium. Hey, hey, Luke Brooks has got more competition points last week than Cleary has in the last fortnight, mate. So, right, you know, just put, put some respect on the name. Um, however, yeah, I don't think she was to train the house down as reported. Um, yeah. Shock, shock horror player doesn't train the house down. Uh, well, they're in also getting punch ons as well. Um, Oh, could Not you, the face could, if it's a Madison. They're could, beautiful people. Could you imagine if Schuster stepped on Peyton Haas's shoes? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. I think he'd get it. Oh, mate, it'd be on for young and old. <laughs> um, and the last hole I've got is Tyrell Sloan. Um, go have a look at Tyrell Sloan's. It's under 20 or over 60. None in between. So if he, if he can get 21 points, then you know you're in for a very smooth sale. However, I think people bought him on the back of the minus 60 break-even or whatever it was. I think his break-even is still relatively low. Dragons play around 13. I yeah. just, I think at this stage, you just write him through, don't you? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe you don't necessarily play him because he is that rocks or diamonds sort of one. Um, you know, and you, I think he's still not done. I mean, we, we learned that from uh, Carm Pereira. Mm. You know, it was sometimes we were getting burnt where we thought we could play him. And so maybe you get to that point where you say, well, I'm not going to play Sloan, but he still has some money to make. Um, and I reckon he's gone pretty good I, he, every second game. <laughs> like, he's gone okay. Yeah. Um, the matchup's not the worst this week. Um, so you could even technically play him if you lied on. Um, no, nah, I wouldn't sell him. I've also got one uh, one final sell, and it is Reese Walsh. Now, a lot of people are going, well, you're holding turbo, but you're selling Walsh. Yeah. Reese Walsh has Manly, Melbourne, Penrith. Then he has a game in round 13. I am pretty confident he doesn't play it. I think he goes to origin. And then he comes back and backs up against the Sharks, and he's also staring down the barrel of 150 break-even this week. I never saw him as a season-long keeper. You didn't either. Um, I think you cut your losses there. Yeah, look, he's had two pretty poor weeks. You haven't lost a bunch of cash from his peak high. Just no, take, take, you, take your licks and move off. Here's the, here's the thing. I think in this matchup against... I think that it, it's a good matchup for him this week with Haas in. I think that Manly are going to get dominated up the middle. I think Reese Walsh will be on the back of that. And I'm tipping him for a ton this week. He's still going to miss his break-even. Um, and like you said, I think the way, what we're seeing from Ponga, I think Walsh might be off to origin. So you're not going to get the round 13. He will still leak money. Um, and in the case of me going to Gutho, um, I'm just pumping up those buys. I'm mm. pumping up my buys. Gutho's got the nice slow break even. So I want to move now and do the flip. And I, I even see Gutho doing pretty well and maybe tanning up this week as well. So well, if you've got, if you're a holding, if you're going to hold Reese. I reckon he'll still score well in this matchup. The other matchups I'm a little worried about. Well, that's the thing. If he scores 100, fair play to you. Then, you, then you've got to stand in the barrel of a Melbourne Penrith by Sharks uh, rotation. And that's, yeah, not not ideal. Um, it's, it's, it's a one-week play if you grab him this week. And that one-week play is kind of low percentage because he's up against the 150. So if it's not about the money for you, and, and look, sometimes Supercoach is about points. So, um, you know, I, I can see why people would hold him and say, I think that the Broncos are going to towel up the Manly uh, Seagulls this week. Um, and you think that Walsh, you know, Walsh is like, I put him in the same category as Cleary and Turbo. He's a showman. Mm. So I reckon this full stadium, those beautiful eyes and eyebrows of his, um, I reckon he might have a big game. But like I said, I think that's short-sighted. In, and, and, and you've got to pull the trigger now if you want someone like a Gutho. People are just doing it down to Bula. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I think maybe I just hold uh, Walsh, you know, and play him for the 100 points this, this week. I think, what the, I think what the concerning thing is, I'm not too sure if it's a good coach team or just a really good quality team, but he didn't get a sniff last week at all. Um, South just fucking jammed him. Oh, Every time he got the ball, they just jammed him. Absolutely. Look, that, that they left the wings open, yeah, but Walsh had no time to get the ball out and he just got absolutely resold. So mm. that is one thing that I am concerned about. Um, a little new segment. Uh, it's probably a one-off, but my fade of the week... Um, is Coley Lemu Lemu. Now, I know a lot of people, looks like they're bringing him in. And yeah. yeah, I mean, cool. Let's just have a look at him because he scored, you know, 100 plus last week, which is fantastic. Yeah. But he's 522k, Ado. He was yeah. a great buy back in round four when he was 360k. That's his first score over 60 since round three. Yeah, I mean, you're sort of comparing him to probably to people like Jack Bird. And just for you people out there, Jack Bird scores better in, in the 13 than he does in the uh, in the second row. So I probably prefer preference um, him. Uh, but look, he's been. I reckon on on him. I reckon when he was way cheaper, 
it was great super coaching to grab him because yeah. he's made a good. I think he's made two hundred k. Great buy yeah, back then, absolute great buy, yeah. but not now. Yeah. Not now for not for me. Um, if you're grabbing players for um, around thirteen, I think there's a hell of a lot of um, players that are better choices because sometimes, like you said, you got to accept when you make a mistake. Sometimes you have to admit where you um, missed the boat mm-hmm. on when it was to trade them. They just got too expensive for you, like. I grabbed Garrick, Garrick when he bottoms out. I grabbed AJ last week and he was fucking dog shit, but I grabbed him because I wanted to get him when he bottoms out and now hopefully he goes up in price and others didn't get him in time. That's what happens. And I think with um, old mate there from the Dolphins, he, when he was 200, he was, was he 200? Three, 360 was when he was named to start. Oh, I think he was a yeah, great buy then. So he's been a terrific buy for people who jumped on him. Well done. One uh, more, but- more fate of the week. This might be a little bit spicy. Adam Fanua Blake. Yeah. I just think with the really short turnaround, Tohu Harris back, oh, I just yeah. think people are paying top dollar um, for a guy who might regress back to mid 50s, 60 points. Yeah. He was also a terrific, because I know I was up in a head to head with Savs from the uh, when Super he Coach. Him, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He, he showed nothing. And he scored a try and scored fucking 80. And then he keeps scoring and doing, he, when he got him back then for 400, I went Gilbert and he. He, it was a terrific buy in mm. some of these smart bloody super coaches. But again, like not you and me, we're not like, smart super coaches. Like the one we get, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, 9,000th, I'll get there. Um, but look, he, he was a good purchase when he was cheaper. Not now, because I can't see him maintaining now if if Tohu stays fit. Um, but he's been on a rip. He's been ripping and tearing. Oh, mate, last two weeks, I just don't think it, there's, you've got Neocore, once they're all back, and I think. Um, you know, the, with the minute share there, he can't get more minutes. He can't get the same minutes. Yeah, I just... Plays big minutes. I just worry because I, I'm not counting this week with a short turnaround. Um, might be fine next week, and then round round 12 bye. So it's it's like you're getting one good game out of him before the origin, in my opinion. I mean, if he comes out and kills it, so be it. But I just think short turnaround with Tohu back. Yeah, I reckon they're going to get fucking rolled too. Oof. So, Oof. Hey, let's uh, let's talk about the coach, uh, the, the weekly re- recap. There we go. I've, I need to get more sound bites. Um, I finished up with a decent uh, eleven eighty. Uh, could have been more. Played TPJ. Played Taruva. Played Val. You know, a couple of scores under twenty. But had like the likes of Dylan Brown, Jermaine Hopgood, Nico Hines. Uh, I had one more hundred in there as well. David Fafita. Um, David Fafita also got a ton. So a thousand eighty for me, and that halved my rank. I'm now into three thousand and fifty three. Which gives me a total overall score of ten thousand two hundred and twenty-five. You still had a good uh, a good week. Uh, I know you had you know a few, no, a few issues. I mean, anything over a thousand, I feel like last week was you know decent. I mean, look on the plus side, I only lost two ranks. I had two red arrows of two, but I finished on a thousand and fifty-two. Matto really killed me. I think it would have been a part eleven hundred um, if I'd have got him. I was like either hundreds or, or friggin' twenties and thirties yeah. last week. I brought in AJ um, and I brought in Tuppany. So while Ricky's... I'm Sorry, not, AJ as in Alex Johnson, not AJ Brimson. Yeah, yeah Alex Johnson. And um, watching... Mate, the, he... Sorry, sorry to cut you off. He looked fucking frustrating because he had the, the line open like two or three times and just dropped it cold, which is so un-AJ-like. Oh, so last week for me, I've got AJ with a 29. I got Reese Walsh with a 23. I got um, Moali's 12 as an AE. Uh, I got 22 because I had to play Sonny Luke. Um... I got a 26 from Val Holmes, who tunned up the week before. Garrick for a 35. Um, but it was offset with some ripping scores from Dillbags, Hines, 
um, David Fafida, um, you know, and even someone like, uh, you know, Jared Croker was good, you know, for a 69 as an emergency play. So um, like you, I don't really get easily panicked in um, Supercoach because it's a long game. Uh, and uh, I, I really am starting to feel a little shitty at myself that I'm not getting in. Like you halved your rank last week. I want a hard rank one. Mate, I want to go up a, a good few thousand ranks. Mate, I, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in 3,000th and you're 160 points behind me. It's, yeah, I it's want a fine. good week. I want a good week to happen. So oh, I think, uh, I think go... you'll, I think you'll excel, um, you know, rounds 13 to 19. I think that's where you'll yeah, make up. So. Rounds. And that's my sort of plan. Uh, if I can, if I can get to 5,000th by the time it hits um, round 13, hopefully I see some good um, rank jumps. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to do uh, I'm not going to do crazy things now. I'm going to stay on the course and the plan that I had. So I'm not going to do crazy captains, and I'm not going to trade players that I don't think are disposable uh, in my team. So I, I'm, I'm my plan is still working the way I want. It's just not getting me the jumps that I need and. Hey, if you scraped out of last week and you didn't lose a thousand, two thousand, five thousand spots, you just got to count that as a win. That's, and I only mate, lost two. So. We we said it two or three weeks ago. If you have a bad week and you lose and you 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 hold ground, that's that's a win in my book. Yep, I agree. Uh, let's move into your take, not mine. Your take, not mine. The weekly segment where Ada and I review your hot takes in the week gone by, and for the first time in nine rounds. One of you's got one right. Woo! Well done. Oh, well done. Finally. And that was Jacob S with Gutho outscores Reese Walsh. And that was a big, big tick there from Jacob. So well done, mate. Um, Isaac said turbo under 50. Sure. <laughs> by, by default, he didn't end up playing, but um, yep. we'll call that a neutral. And uh, Moz said Garrick 80 plus despite being at center. That's a big fat no. Well, I'll be cooler back this week, but thank fuck Garrick's back to the wing. Yeah. Um, So the ones this week, we've got Buffarded with TPJ to outscore JDB, but not AFB. I think this is a shot. This has to be a shot at me because I'm trading out TPJ, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of abbreviations there. So let's break it down. Jack DeBellin, sorry, uh, Tavita Pango Jr. to be to outscore Jack DeBellin, but not outscore AFB. So he's got Fenil Blake at the top, TPJ in the middle with Jack DeBellin. A lot of moving parts there, my friend. Um, and it feels like a shot at my trades. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I out of those ones there, I'm going to tip JDB to be the top scorer on that matchup. Um, I think Tavita's probably going to score okay this week. He used to, he started there at the Raiders, didn't he, for a couple of games. So, um, But look, yeah, I think so. Fuck, real. <laughs> Back in the day, weird. Hey, remember when you played for the Panthers for like a five for like five minutes? Yeah, um, yeah. So look, I mean, I don't know. I've got no, I've got no dog in that, so I don't care. No, I do have many dogs in that, so I'll be watching that one closely. Uh, Kato Nistag says, uh, "Turbo to go a hundred plus and prove all the doubters wrong, my man." I hope we make this two correct guesses because I, as much I like as it. as much as we're here to you know help the broader Supercoach community, we also do have our own teams. We also are trying to compete fifty k ourselves. And I'm going to be very, very petty uh, and very, very um, annoying to follow on social media if Turbo does turn up because I just think you're asking for trouble by selling him. Yeah, there's players that you sell um, because just when it's... And, and I mean, look, there was always that potential with Teddy as well. Uh, I really hope the people that have held Teddy, you know, through all of this saying pedigree, 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 um, I, I think this matchup's a good one for him this week. Oh, mate, I, I think I'm the I think I'm the new president of the of the anti Teddy Club or, or the or the Fraudesco the, the Fraudesco Club as, as I call <laughs> yes. it. Well, so you know that's the thing. Um, Honored and I just 
Um, I just know it because I'm if the world fucking hates me. If there's a if there's someone up there, he he's like, oh, you want to sell you want to sell Cleariato? Well, he's going to go and break the super coach record, even though it's not Volandi's ball. I just um, it's just going to happen. And um, Tommy Turbo is a guy who um, I reckon he takes a lot of pride in his his performance, and there's little whispers about it. So I could not get around selling him, and I reckon he's going to. I mean, if his body's up to it, I reckon he'll... And look, Gerbo's out of the team as well, so I think Tommy Turbo's going to really... Gerbo's Ber- um, out of the team, mate. We're, we're facing the barrel of no, of no Erbos, so we need to... He, he, needs, he, he needs to hold ah. the flag for the Erbos. Um, the last one is Lachlan Byrne. Tedesco to go 120 and show that he is still him. I want to I want to quickly... I want to quickly... Just just before, while you give me your thoughts on that, let's play a little bit of a quiz. Let's play a Supercoach Whisperer game show. <laughs> Sebastian Chris. Scott Drinkwater and Hayes Perham. What do all three of those men have in common, Mr. Soros? Well, you asked me and I said they're all averaging more than Teddy. How fucking sad is that? We are 10 rounds into the competition. Yeah. Sebastian Chris. Sebastian Chris. (laughs) Hayes Perham. Oh, Oh, mate. And and Scott Drinkwater, including his fucking score of, like, what, two? Mm. Like, come on, man. Like, Teddy is... Like if he comes out and scores a hundred this week, cool. He's still not him. Like I just think he's he's washed. He's done as an elite option, as like as like a as like a guy that you pay seven hundred and fifty k for. I mean, he's lost. Yeah. He's lost. Like he's not lost nearly three hundred k this year. Yeah, that's the thing too. I don't think Teddy is lost as a footballer. He does. Do oh, absolutely not. Mate, stuff, if, but if I woke um, up and the Tigers signed him, I'd do backflips. But for yeah, that's right. Anyone would still have Teddy in their team. He'll still be their captain of the New South Wales and Australian team. Um, you'd probably happily trade nearly everyone in your team. And I still have him as the number one fullback in the game, just on durability. Yep, I um, also agree. Plays more games. Um, so look, that's that's not a dog on Teddy. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to separate. Those Roosters coach. fans are bloody nasty. Um, <laughs> I learned I that the that, hard way. <laughs> I just reckon for super coach, he's not getting as many tries. Um, assists, and, yeah. And, and assists. So I just think... Um, he might just fall back into the pack. But this year's actually been hard as well because Turbo's been underperforming. People have had to get cute with like Lockie, you know, Millers and, and Walsh's. Walsh, we said, has such a low floor. And now we're starting to see it a little bit. But at the time, you, I think we just got to grab these guys on runs. Um, and this year, it's going to be a real weird weird one. Who is our... Who, you got Luttrell, isn't it? Let, He's the top let, averaging... Uh, let, Luttrell, Luttrell is. And then it's Gutho at two. And it feels like to me, Trell's the only sort of... I know it's not the time to grab him now, really, because he's going to go off to Origin for sure. He's also nearly fucking a million dollars. He has been clearing away the anchor anchor fullback that we should have had this year. Yeah, um, yeah, and that was the thing. He was challenged about a month ago, and he really, really delivered. So um, mm. that's them. Uh, let's look at captaincy for the week. That was very loud. Um, captaincy, it's it's very boring. So we're going to run through some VC options. Turbo, obviously for yep. obvious reasons. Reese Walsh, I still think if you are opting to hold, he is probably still a fine VC option. Yep. As is the Panthers' right-hand side. I think Stephen Crichton and Brian Toto, um, both very, very warranted for VCs this week. Yep. For- I don't mind all of that sort of chat. Um, I'm, I'm probably leaning towards um, Turbo because I reckon it's uh, we've already talked about what I think he, he, he's capable of doing, but... I think that the Broncos will probably get the job done um, comfortably. Uh, well, at least I think there's going to be a lot of fat there for a lot of Reece points. Walsh. A lot of points. Yeah. This this yep. this, this, so, reeks, this reeks of a thirty four twenty eight kind of game. 
Yep, and that's where I'd go for, um, you know, for a VC personally because I just don't think you can not Captain Hines. Now, uh, for, for, for captaincy, I have written here, Nico Hines, captain. If you don't own Nico Hines, delete your app, re-download it, and probably put it on Manu. Yeah. Well, you, you can't not own Hines. He's on the most traded in list this week, so people didn't have him. Um, I think he has to score. So his lowest score this year is 89. I think I worked out he has to score 80 points to surpass a million dollars. Only only three people have done that so far. I think 2021 Turbo, 2021 Cleary, 2021 Pappenhausen. All three of those guys got to a million. We didn't yeah. see it at all last year. Um, but yeah, if... if well, Hines I mean, I'm going to I want to send uh, Nico a DM and say after a big Sharks win, if he wants to DM Ado for a bit of a wild night out because good looking rooster. <laughs> Could you imagine you uh, and Nico on the fucking sauce, <laughs> mate? Nico, he would just be like, "What's this fucking old?" He's bloke? like, "Who is this bloke?" <laughs> it was the night of my fucking life. I'm sure he'd say it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, look, I don't mind Manu as a captaincy shout. Obviously, Cleary. I'm very petrified not to captain Cleary this week. I think just the bounce back's incoming, but it's hard to go against the hot hands of Nico Hines. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Cleary does come out and top score it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just going to stay on Hines. I don't think he'd get cute. He's going to be probably like 60% captain, don't you reckon? Oh, mate, he was he was 40% vice captain and 28% straight captain last week. So mm. 68% of people, and we know... Just to put that into, into perspective, he didn't play for the first month. And that's sort of when, the, when everyone drops out, like all the quote-unquote casual players drop out. Um, mm. So it shows you how many engaged people were still captaining him. So um, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, let's move into our trade talks. Uh, for myself, I am undecided on who to bring in uh, out of the one option, but we're definitely going TPJ and William Warbrick. Not William Warbrick. Um, no, yeah, William Warbrick, because I need it for the money. Uh, Will, uh, TPJ and William Warbrick in for Jared Croker, and then it's going to be one of DeBellin, Taniela Paseca, or... Uh, what's his name? Corey Horsburgh. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. And I, I wanted to lean to you for this. Like, Paseco is probably the safest of the three. Um, he'll probably. Yeah, I just don't rate him really. Oh, he's person. very boring. He's 55 to 65. Like, there's, there's yeah, no. I'd go there. Horsburgh just because you're gonna have a fun ride. <laughs> I just don't want him to. He's playing TPJ this week. I just feel like there's gonna be a punch on him magic round. Just smash him. <laughs> oh, I, I I wouldn't want to throw hands with Tavita. <laughs> just quite, just quietly. Tavita, um, he can throw. If if JDB was at thirteen, there's no debate. Yeah. I, I buy JDB, uh, and if I know him playing eighty, and I, I think I said this to you on Twitter, like you posted Corey Horsburgh, and I just thought if Corey Horsburgh was playing seventy and JDB is playing eighty, and they both had the same PPM, I would go JDB. However, yeah. I'm probably leaning towards Horsburgh as well. But knowing my like Ricky's like, you know what? Now's the time to play Tarpany for eighty minutes, and Corey Horsburgh can play thirty five. Fuck you. Um, yeah. Mate, what's going on? Why is Emre coming on the bench? Why is Emre Gawler playing big minutes? What's what's going on? He's going all right. Let's not get into that. Let's get (laughs) on to my trades. Let's go into yours. Um, I am getting rid of Reese Walsh. I'm going to go to Gutho. I like um, Gutho's consistency. I think that now's the time to get him in with their runner games. I talked about that with you last week. And I'm getting rid of Hosking. Um, I'd like to get rid of Warbrick, but I need the money to work for me. Um, look, I think Hosking's a bit mid. I, I mean, we know he had the hot start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think this is a good match. The Reed Marnie but... effect. Two good games. Everyone jumped on. And there's no need to actually sell him because he's getting very serviceable scores. Do um, you think he's a keeper? No, I don't see him as there, a keeper. There's your answer. I've sacrificed there's your answer. him. And I will probably sell Warbrick as well as when the money does work. But I've just looked at my pieces that are disposable and I see him as one. And I'm going to bring in Hopgood. Um, look, I'm... 
I don't know if the minutes that everyone saw last week and I, if I, I needed to get trades just to get players on the field and, you know, I would have loved to have jumped on Hopgood once I heard the Maddo news. Now Maddo is back in, um, but I still think there's enough there for Hopgood to be a consistent scorer and, yeah, and it'll be handy to you over those three buys. So um, Hosking, who only plays one of the buys, uh, and scoring sort of mids. And, and and Hopgood, if he gets crap minutes, will score the same. But oh. if he gets good minutes, he'll score better. I've just realised I've gone from a Max King TPJ front row to a Tarpany uh, Corey Horsburgh front row in the matter of a fortnight. <laughs> Fuck, we're playing Ricky Roulette. Up the milk. Up the milk. Um, milk fan than me. I've got Tarpany, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's, um, yeah, Hopgood, obviously, obviously the bench isn't fantastic. But let's... Uh... Andrew David? I mean, they're starting with Wiramu Greg, you know, so I don't think he's going to play huge. No, nah, I think I think Wiramu Greg's uh, going to punch out a nice 25, do a really serviceable job, and then sit on the exercise bike for 55 minutes, champion. Yep, so there's going to be minutes um, there, uh, and hopefully they give them to Maddo and, and Hopgood. Let's, uh, let's do some Q&As. Just want to give myself a pat on the back, which is a very rare occurrence. As you know, my ego is very much in check. Um, someone asked last week who was the f- go-to fullback, and uh, your boy said Gutho, so pretty pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, so yeah, I was. I was, I was we happy, both said last week we're tempted to grab Gutho, and while he was scoring all those tries, I was just like, why do I tell people to do stuff that I, I never see? I do? would have bought Gutho too, but then I realised that I've, I would have had to play BMM at front row, and I was like, I'd rather not. I was very tempted when Turbo was out to to pull the trigger on it and just run um, BMM, you know, but I didn't do it. Uh, and I'm, I'm doing it this week. So, you know, but yeah, last week, if you did listen to us, good on you. Zigdog, regular contributor to these questions. Is trading out two cash cows practical or should we make, tra- oh, sorry, is trading out two cash cows, trading in two cash cows practical or should most trades be try to achieve a downgrade to a cow and upgrade to a keeper uh, or non-origin yeah. player at this time of the season? I'm always in the latter camp. I'm always Safe. a fan of after eight rounds, a lot of your cash cows are fattened up. Let's cull one, bring another one in, and upgrade somewhere else. I'm a fan of that. However, yep. I think this is being asked this week because obviously Buller has thrown some people's trade plans yep. out the water. You, you, you're buying a cheapie that doesn't play around 13, but people are like, oh, fuck, it's a fullback of bottom dollar. It's just hard to pass up, and I can understand why. People have got Peachy as well, and um, the peach. Jared is still cheap enough. So there's a few options in there, but my, um, I'm the same as you. I like to get the... I want to use the money that the cash cows make to just go back down to another one who obviously I'm hoping is going to become the next cash cow and then upgrade my middies to the premium pieces. So you, you want to get to your premium pieces as good as quickly as you can. Um, so for me, um, keep your, your money making going. Yeah, of course. But we've seen like players um, who make 70, 80 K in a week, or you've got get one of these slow burners that make 15 and 10, and then they lose five. You know, it's a longer process. So sometimes going fast cash might be, you go, um, you know, if you go in a short term play on someone, I just, me, I just worry because just I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people have just max traded um, and you're going to have to pull the trigger eventually and, and slow down soon. Um, normally, yep. normally this one's off the, off the cuff as well. Normally I keep these questions exclusively to my discord because it is a you know feature of it. However, um, Cody has asked a great question in the chat that I do want to address and I'll put it to you. If I've become a little off JDB being named prop, is Jack Bird a better option at lock if you're looking for a 2RF? And I would say absolutely. I think Jack Bird at 13 is just is an absolute stud. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So just a nice quick one there, Cody, for you. Absolutely keen on Jack Bird at, uh, at lock. 
The next question coming from the Discord comes from a regular contributor, Second Solution. Do you think rounds 14, 17, and 20 are going to be more damaging than the Origin rounds? And for people that maybe aren't as informed, round 14, 17, and 20 are the rounds directly after the major buy rounds yes. where we touched before, yes. where three teams mm. are off. Uh, I think, yeah, they'll be very damaging as we touched on. I think on. they will too because in those rounds, you don't get your top 13. No, you have to field a, you have to field a 17. And that's why I was saying... Yeah, have a look at your, your major buy round numbers. That's fine. Um, but, I mean, if someone plays 13 players and you play 12, it's not the end of the world. However, if you get to rounds 14 and you're playing 14, 15 people and two of them are Sonny Luke and Ben Merkwasilla and other people around you have better sides and you are fucked. Yeah. So, so it's you- a really good question because, yes, they will be because we lose the top 13. Um, you know, and th- that's the thing. Don't get your numbers up to 16 in round 13, you know. Um, try to you know, work it out so that you go as close. But your yeah, 15 is fine because you've got, you know, you're going to have a couple of real shit ones and you hope that the you've got 13. You give yourself a couple of bites at the cherry with a couple of extra players. Um, but you've got to map out your future and people are just think it's all of these three major buys. Yeah, I have a, I have there's, a... there's a number of... of and then, then they think also that because we've been doing one team on the buy that there's not going to be other rounds where there's multiple teams on the buy. So round 14's not just going to be um, the Eels who we'll all have been stacking up on. It's going to be others and, and the other rounds as well are going to have multiples. So, That's the thing. Um, round 14's tough because Lockie Miller um, is owned by a fair few people. Tom Travoyevich is owned by Piles. Um I mean, Josh Schuster's out. Ruben Garrick's going to be out. Like, if you have three or four Parramatta players, yeah, you're staring down the barrel of yeah, seven or eight people out. Yeah, so think about it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've just got a simple sticky note here with my trade plans for the next four weeks on it, and I just sort of update that as we go. Um, but that is the questions done. Let's move into tipping because, uh, yeah, last week last week was good for me. I'm just trying to quickly work out the ladder between the two of us. Um, I got... Five out of eight last week. I don't know what you got, but you are you are still ahead of me, regardless. Yeah, um, I think I got. What what was the one we went different? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'll pull it up as we're doing our tips. But the first game of the round eight o is the Bulldogs versus the Milk. I'm going to take Ricky's Ricky's emotional man. Yeah, I am. I'm going to take the Raiders um, because I'm fucked if I'm hanging around in Milton with all these fucking doggies fans. Uh, unless I can rub it into them, you know, that the Raiders win. Um, look, the dogs need a big performance. They really do. Um, but I think that the Raiders have, we've won a few on the trot now. You know, you see them all jumping around. I think the morale is improving uh, in there. You know, let's hope Jack still plays. I mean, I don't know if he can do two in a row like that. But no, I see, what's going to happen every year, Jack Whiten just does things for three weeks in a row. And every year we go, oh, is Jack Whiten finally a buy? It happens, it happens every enough. fucking year. Every every year without fail, Jack Whiten puts two or three good performances together and then we all get sucked into it. I It happens to me every Ado year. Ado wants to be in town pulling his sausage out to dogs fans going, oh, get into this hog, you fucks. I want to do some of that stuff, so I need the Raiders to win. Um, I'm tipping the Raiders. What about in the Manly Broncos game? This is a Manly home game in Suncorp. <laughs> I'm going to take, take the Broncos here. I'm taking the Broncos too. What about the Waz versus uh, the Sharkies? Um, they're up against Penrith, aren't they? Oh, I've got the Riff here. Yeah, that's the Riff, not, Pen- not yep, the, yeah. the Riff. Um, um, yeah, Warriors I'm, versus I'm Penrith. Saying, yeah, I'm going to say um, the Penrith Panthers in this one. They had a bad loss last week. And I think that's the worst thing for the Warriors. Mate, I Penrith, think Warriors have been, Penrith um, is staring stopped. down three losses in a row, which hasn't happened for fucking yonks. Statement game, in my opinion. The Sharkies up against the Battle of the Fins. The Sharks versus Fins. the Dolphins. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, uh, the you know, last year at, at um, Magic Round, um, I was there with a whole bunch of uh, Sharks fans and the Raiders rolled them. So I think that they need a win here at Suncorp and uh, I'm going to tip them to get the job done. Although there'll be more Dolphins fans in the crowd than uh, Sharks fans. I don't know what side Valens Tavade is going to be playing. You know, the uh, 150 Sharks fans, they're all criminals. <laughs> Uh, I'm not too sure what side uh, Valence Tavade is going to be playing, but whoever is up against him, Talakai or Ramian, I think they're just going to fucking pepper him all game. All game. I'm going to take, the, sh- I'm going to take the Sharkies too. Big units running at each other, I tell you, if it's Talakai and him. Yes. Um, I'm going to go to the Sharks as well. It's probably game of the round, I think it's fair to say. Storms up against the Bunnies. Mm. I'm, I'm going the Storm. Oh, um, we have a going. I was going to say, is this where we go different? I've, all, I've also taken the Storm. Yeah, I think the bunnies are in better form. Um, if I'm looking at um, points bet, uh, 69% people picking uh, the Rabbitohs. I just reckon the Storm, they've got a, a you know a nice peppering of big Queenslanders in their team. They love playing at Suncorp, um, so I reckon they're going to get the job done. I think I said this on Twitter, mate. If if Melbourne played round 13, I would be moving heaven and earth to get Nelson out for Solomon. I think he's he's looking like a real, really good option. Um the look, I think if we're, if we're going off power ranking, surely the Tigers are number one after beating back to back champs. They take on the St. George Dragons. I'm going to tip the Tigers in this one. Yeah, um, yeah, I the, the Tigers. Look, I tipped them. Oh, not officially. I tipped it on my crystal ball yeah. that the Tigers would win last week. I reckon the Dragons are in all sorts. I think that the Dragons have been playing okay as well, but. Um, hopefully, hopefully that they the, the Tigers build on that because surely if you get to play that kind of footy that they played last week, that's better than what the Dragons are throwing up. So I hope that they build on that, and I'm going to tip the Tigers to get the job done. I think um, this will be a very boring tipping round for you, and I think we have the exact same eight. Um, the Roosters up against the Cowboys. I've gone with Trent Robinson's men. Yep, same. Uh, yep, and the Tits up against the Parramatta Eels. Gummy Yeah, we've gone the same eight, which is going to be very boring. Um, I had a quick look. You're still five tips ahead of me. You've tipped 44 correctly. You have tipped 39, uh, and that's not going to change this week, unfortunately. We've uh, we both tipped the, the same card, so uh, yep. great great minds think alike, I guess you could, you could put it. <laughs> I'm just going to maintain my lead. I'll just copy you every week now. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, well, that's going to be the Dual Position Podcast, round 10 preview done in the books. Magic round is here. Um, are we going to say Nathan Cleary Masterclass? Is Turbo going to bounce back into some form? Is, is Magic Nick, round. This is my magic round hat. Oh, yes. Is Nico going to continue to do what he does best? We will soon find out. However, teams now are more replenished. Tall, tall blondes with big tits. <laughs> teams teams are now more replenished uh, than last week. Um, but as always, if you've made it this far, thank you very much. Obviously, uh, check out major sponsor of the show, Bet With Joel. The members have been absolutely killing it over there. Um, but overall, mate, uh, stay safe. We will, uh, I say stay safe. You're going to have a fucking big weekend. I don't know if you're going to be back on the show. Uh, I might put an application out on Seek for a new co-host because I don't know if <laughs> Ado's going to make it back alive. Oh, mate. It was uh, by day three last week. I was, uh, I was dusty. I went, got through two beers live at the game on Sunday <laughs> over the whole round, over the, all the games. Lovely. Well, good to hear. Hopefully you come back safe and sound, mate, but have a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, for my trades, Yes, follow my socials. I'll post them when I decide. Um, Have a good one, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.